0: Well, can you imagine running 100 kilometers every day for 67 and a half days? We meet the man. We're about to meet the man who did just that. Uh, and in the process, a record-setting run right across this country. It came to a tired, if triumphant, end last week. Here in Victoria, where I am, Dave Proctor arrived at mile zero in Victoria, BC. I don't know if you've seen that before. There's a famous statue of Terry Fox right there. To complete his 7,159-kilometer journey from St. John's to Victoria in just 67 and a half days, as I mentioned, beating the old record of 72 days and 10 hours set way back in 1991. Uh, The 41-year-old massage therapist from Okotoks, Alberta is no stranger to feats of endurance. He actually holds the Guinness World Record for longest distance run on a treadmill in 24 hours. And so... A dozen pair of running shoes later, or more, I think, and nearly twenty pounds later, ultra marathoner Dave Proctor is finally getting a chance to put his feet up, and he joins us now to tell us all about his cross country journey. Thanks for your time tonight. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks for having me, Ben. So, I mean, that's a long, thats an awfully long run. How do you feel now? How long does it take to kind of recover from from that kind of uh, for that for that kind of output?
1: You know, I it, it takes a long time. Um, it it took me, you know, it took me sixty-seven days and ten hours and, and, and twenty-seven minutes to run across the country, and it's probably going to take me just as long to to recover. And I'm only, you know, a few days out uh, from from the run. And uh, yeah, I just went and saw my sports doctor today. Um, you know, he's he's got me in an air cast because we, we just don't know the damage of of what 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 uh, what occurred during the run. But you know, all I can tell you is very, it's very very traumatic. But also, 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 you know, also, equally is wonderful.
0: Yeah, tell me a bit about about that because I, I'm sure there must be those times you've mentioned it. Cr- crossing Ontario is tough. You know, whether you whether by car or by foot, uh, that's a tough part of that cross Canada journey. How do you get through those difficult times when your body's telling you, please don't do this again?
1: Yeah, you 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 know you uh, plead ignorance and you completely ignore all the signs and signals telling you to exit left. <laughs> it's um <laughs> no honestly it's, you know really it's it's true. You know I I think that ultra marathoning and endurance sport is um it's a, it's a sport of 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 ignorance. It's a sport of 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 not listening to the tall tale signs that the human body has, has become really really good at doing which tells us you know we have to pick we really have to pick survival over reward. And so, you know, our, our bodies will be telling us, stop, stop, stop. What are you doing? This is, this is, this is damaging. You better stop. But ultimately, you are okay. You know, you, you have to, you can't believe the lie that our body tells us. Because ultimately, our body will, our bodies will always want us to turtle. And so, yeah, no, I, I think, Ben, you know, how do you get through the hard times? It's you convince yourself of a non-truth that you're okay. And you keep going. Because you're running 100 kilometers a day, more or less. You bet. Yeah. I think it was averaging at the end um, over the entire 67 days 105 point something kilometers a day. And so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was you started off running every day at five o'clock in the morning, which was by far my, my, you know, the, the greatest time of the day, the sunrise. I mean, it's beautiful. It's calm. There's less vehicles on the on the road. Don't get me don't get me going about you know the vehicle noise and and things that 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 kind of gets to you. You can't really escape that. But you know, you get going at five o'clock in the morning and you run all day. Um, you run and you you stop at the at the crew vehicle. My vehicle would drive up ahead ten or twenty kilometers, and I would grab new water bottles of food, and it would not stay long because there's comfort there. You have to get going, and you complete your hundred and five hundred and seven kilometers and and get on with your day. Yeah, because I mean I I've the
0: most I'll go is ten. And even that in Victoria where I am is, you know, right along the ocean. It's it's always mm-hmm. as picturesque as can be. Running yeah, yeah. along the highway, it, it can't be I mean, there must have been some times where it was particularly difficult to be, you know, sort of jogging running along the Trans Canada.
1: Oh, yeah, no question. Um, you know, it's there are some beautiful, beautiful moments. There are these Breathtaking moments. I think that anybody who's driven across the country or even parts of the country are, you know, when you turn a corner and you're on this ledge over top of Lake Superior, looking down upon these these waves crashing from this giant lake, or or the St. Lawrence, or 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 running up and you know, or even running through the canola fields in Saskatchewan. I mean, there there is complete beauty everywhere you look. But there are moments where it's vehicle after vehicle after vehicle, transport truck after transport truck big groups of, of of motorbike riders that that you know they're they are loud. And it gnaws and kind of grades away at you. But it's also one of those things, Ben, that I've gotten really quite good at. And and maybe, maybe it's a it's a weird, you know, thing to get good at. But you know, I know back in twenty sixteen I, I broke the, the the Guinness World Record for the furthest distance run on a treadmill in 24 hours. And that was mentally grading. Um, you know, and I, I kind of like doing these things that are mentally you know, close to impossible, um, where there's a breaking point. But you know, for the most part, I, I, it seems like I'm I'm a little bit harder to break than 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 most.
0: You must enter a state, a, a mental state, whereby I, I hate to use the word Zen, but you it must enter a mm-hmm. space whereby you're just able to focus on what you're doing and just you know each step and so forth.
1: Yeah, you know, there's yeah. I mean, any of the listeners here who haven't really practiced and or looked into mindfulness and mindfulness training, it's, it's, it, it transcends everything. It's, it's absolutely beautiful and it's, it's the art of not stressing. And, you know, there's all these beautiful things you can learn from, you know, even take John Kabat-Zinn's, um, you know, a, a, you know, great book. um uh, Oh shoot. I forget the name again, but yeah, but, it, but, but yeah. ultimately, yeah, yeah but it's it's there's some there's some incredible teachings out there and and, and there's you know like number one is this, is acceptance you know you have to current, you have to accept your current state as it is um, number two is letting go of 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 anything if you want quiet and and peace and quiet you have to let go of the idea that you're going to get peace and quiet you mm-hmm. know i know you know 20 days in um, you had to completely let go of any any feeling of of comfort out there that this was this, this is this. And that's what, that's what you have to be in a state of, of like every single feeling that I'm feeling out here, this is all this is. And this is all this ever will be until I, I get done this run. And I'm okay with this. You know, there, there are all these incredible concepts of mindfulness and, and it leads you back to a place of calm that you're okay. You know, you can, you can do hard things. You, you don't just you know, scream and yell and run for the exit doors. You sit with whatever this is, because ultimately, you know, Ben, this is this is going for a jog. We're going for a run here. We're not, we're not, we're not, we're not surviving cancer. We're not doing something really, really hard. But this is also really great, great training for when things get really hard in life.
0: On that note, you did speak to Fred Fox. I know we've had him on the show here, um, brother of Terry Fox, of course, who who attempted that same run. Um
1: what was that like? Oh, that was, that was an incredible moment. A a friend, a friend of a friend, basically uh, got us in in contact with one another. And and he was a little bit blown away by what was going on. Um, Now, of course he, he was, you know, crewing and helping Terry during his, his marathon of hope back in 1980, the year I was born in. And, um, you know, Fred and I stayed on the line uh, for 45 minutes and I think we could have stayed on the line for three hours and 45 minutes. Um, You know there was a lot of you know openness um and there was a lot of you know he he even brought me into some of the struggles that he was having back in 1980 and i said oh i i hear you because i'm having some of those same struggles out here and um you know just the grace that you know the fox family have shown the rest of us it's not just terry it's it's you know terry's mom um and dad have done an incredible job raising great, great kids. And, and Fred is one of those. And so and that really lifted me up. Uh, that really you know gave me an extra breath out there because, you know, just we look up to Terry, but we should also be looking up to, to, uh, To his brothers and sisters for uh, for their strength as well too.
0: Yeah, for continuing the legacy. I noticed, of course, that you Mm -hmm. ended you ended in front of that statue of uh, of Terry here in Victoria. That's so so such a beautiful spot to go have a look at. Mm -hmm. Um, There were some really interesting things just just some statistics as to what you went through. I think it was uh, how many pairs of shoes, how many calories a day, what did you eat?
1: Yeah, twelve pairs of shoes. Um, You know, I I was putting on about six hundred and thirty kilometers per pair of shoes, and so by the time that that shoe was getting to its end you, you could feel it was deadened uh there was that was enough and it was really quite a nice day when you put on a new pair of shoes you felt like a, a bit of a new runner not a new runner but a bit of a new runner and yeah so i i basically followed the seafood diet whatever you see you eat and so you know unfortunately you didn't have a lot of time and and, and or energy to eat salad i i love you know salads and, and green leafy vegetables but you know, um, it was a lot of you know, pierogies and sausage. It was a lot of uh, meat pies. It was a lot. It was, it was the, the most dense food that you could possibly imagine. Um, and and you, 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 covered, you covered it with gravy and sour cream. And so you're basically trying to get in as much fat and as much calories as you can. Ultimately, you're a metabolic machine out there. Whatever you, you take in, you burn. And I still lost 16 to 18 pounds out there. Um, so you're trying to get in. You know, nine thousand calories of food a day. Nearing the end, I just got so sick and tired of eating. I was probably taking in seven or eight thousand. And you know, it, it. But you know, it's more. It really is more of an eating contest than a running contest. If you, if you can't take in the fuel, if you can't gas up your your tank at the, at the um, at the the gas station, your car is not going to drive very far.
0: What was it like to run that last uh 34k? I know that 34k quite well because it's from the ferry terminal here in Victoria to Mile 0. What was it like you and I, I knew, you knew at this point that you were going to achieve what you'd set out to achieve? It must have been quite liberating.
1: Oh, you know, even if I needed to crawl, uh, I would have made it there in time. Um so getting off that ferry it was a whole mix of emotions and I've never felt like that ever in my life before where At first, you know, your primitive self wants you to get this thing done because you're tired and sore and achy. And you sit with that for long enough. And you, in fact, pick up your pace because you're thinking the quicker I run, the quicker I get this stupid thing over and done with. But, you know, the other side of me thinks never once in my life will I ever feel this powerful and capable and confident and strong. And I've always wanted to feel like this every day of my life, but yet, you know, I I, I know there's a downward trajectory after I stop because right now I'm on top of the world and I don't want this to ever end. I want that finish line to extend um, and I'm still running well. So why don't, why couldn't I run an extra day? Now it's a fixed distance. It's, you know, St. John's to Victoria, but, you know, it's a really weird, you know, duality out there that you you want this to end so bad, but in the end, uh, in, on the other hand, you you don't want it to ever end. Yeah. I
0: think even amateur, amateur runners, such as, my, as myself, if you see that finish line, that last kilometer is beautiful because you know, you're there, you've done it, right? It's all mm-hmm. the exuberance. And I will, I will, I will stop comparing anything I've ever run to what you just ran. <laughs> so what next, what next, what, what do you do now? Uh, do you have any other challenges that that you see ahead of you?
1: Yeah, you know, this has really ignited me. I've I've had a number of failures in the last many years. Um, you know, I had it in 2018, I attempted this record. Um, I only got one third of the way across the country. And that really took a dent out of my soul. You know, made me really question, you know, am I capable? You know, what am I doing? And since then, I've had a number of false starts. I've had a lot of races that could have been but never were. And I, I just wasn't you know, wasn't racing well it wasn't i wasn't um, you know competing at my best and you know i've also had some 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 hurdles in life that i've had to get over and you know i'm an aging athlete as well too i'm 41 years old and so now having this success and executing as well as i have on this stage has really ignited me and i don't know what's next i i, I really don't um you know it doesn't get bigger than this I mean, Russia, right? But, you know, I'm not, I'm not running across Russia, that's for sure. But, you know, there are other challenges out there that I would really like to tackle uh, when it comes to running. And I'm in a prime position right now, not necessarily with the fitness that I've built, but more so with the things that I've learned out here running across the country.
0: Well, Dave Proctor, I'll let you enjoy, let you enjoy the, the aura of this great accomplishment. Mm. Thank you so much for your time tonight and for sharing uh, what it was like to run that far. <laughs>
1: No, thanks a lot, Ben, for your time.